Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. The horoscopes you're about to listen to were made for the full moon in Pisces on February 19th, 2019. The day of the full moon was also the day that the centaur planet Chiron moved into the sign Aries, where it will travel now for the next nine years. These horoscopes focus on the themes of Chiron and Aries as they play out for each sign and will address the moment now as beginning a new nine-year cycle. You can learn more about this astrology in my longer Embodied Astrology podcast, which is linked from the show notes, or you can go to embodiedastrology.com where you'll find a post for this episode with links to the podcast as well as short written horoscopes for all 12 signs and a guided meditation playlist with awareness practices to support your astrological integration and best benefit. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate for responding to current events in your life. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes, and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. If you enjoy your horoscopes, please click the like and heart buttons, leave me a comment, and of course, share them with your friends and family. If you really enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about how you can support this work to continue, head to embodiedastrology.com and click the donate button where you'll find information on subscriber benefits and a link to sign up by donation at any amount per month. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello Aquarius, thank you so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope for the full moon in Virgo and the movement of Chiron into Aries. So as I mentioned in the intro, this is an important movement, an important moment. Chiron in Aries is a transit that lasts through 2027. So that's, you know, a ways from now. (laughs) And uh, for the next eight, nine years, this influence will be acting in the part of your chart that has to do with your learning capacity, with your uh, mental, intellectual self. It's like how you form language, how you think about things, how you make sense of stuff. And it's also the place in the chart that talks about your close-in environments, your kind of immediate social sphere, the people that you're around all the time. So this could include your coworkers or, you know, if you're in school, it's like the people that you're in school with or your neighbors. And as a kid, if you had siblings, it was your siblings or like your childhood friends. It's not necessarily relationships that you seek out or choose. It's the people who are around you got to deal with them and you learn from them and you have to communicate with them, that kind of, those kind of people. So Chiron as a figure is the process of embodying and integrating insight and astrology works like this. It's like, uh, you know, how, wherever it is, has like 47 words for love or something like that. It's like different cultures have different ways that they use language to express an idea. And maybe the love for a child is different than a romantic love. And so then you would have a different word, but like English just has love. So astrology is a language 
And when I say Chiron, I am referring to the centaur planet that's an object in the solar system that has an irregular orbit, and that orbit moves between the orbits of Saturn and Uranus. And so it signifies a bridge between Uranian energy, which is this brilliant, insightful, off-planet wisdom, and Saturnian energy, which is about form and manifesting here on Earth. So how do we build these bridges? But when I talk about Chiron, I'm also talking about the lived experience of having some kind of insight like, whoa, that's the thing that's happening. And then the struggle to bring it into reality, to do the thing, whatever it is. And Chiron's moniker is the wounded healer. So it has the story around it of um, insight that is like, whoa, I'm hurt. And then once we know that we're hurt, there's a process of figuring out why we're hurt, how we're hurt, and how maybe we can make it better. It's not a pathology, but it can feel like it sometimes because this is a long process. Like when Chiron shows up, it's the place where like you just, you know, it's like everybody else can do it, but I can't. Why am I such a wreck? Why do I suck so much at this? Or like, God, this place just hurts. Like, why does this happen all the time? This hurts so bad. It won't stop happening. So where you have Chiron natally in your chart might be more of that in life. But then as a transit effect, which is what's happening right now, Chiron moving into Aries, there is a process that is now about insight and embodiment and integration and recognition of pattern and deciding to do a different thing. And through that insight and awareness and decision and practice, you get some tools. And with those tools, then you have capacity to be a teacher and be a healer of others. And this is where Chiron gets the name, the wounded healer. You have to go through it in order to know what you're talking about. You have to heal yourself. Then you can heal someone else. So to go back to what I was talking about previously, this part of your chart is the part of uh, the chart that is, it's like how you learn, how you formulate language, and how you are with your immediate environments. One thing that comes up for me as I consider Aquarius is the distance that Aquarius has. And it's Aquarius's gift as well as its strength that it can go really far away. It can get very distant. And it's part of its strategy, right, is to like go off the planet, to look down on the planet, to go like, oh, that's how things work down there. And if I'm way back here and I'm just watching it happen and I'm observing it happen, then maybe I don't really need to get that involved. Aquarius is a very humanitarian sign a lot of the times. Like you hear about Aquarius in terms of like, social causes and idealism. And so there is the part of Aquarius that wants to get involved, but there can also be a frustration with involvement when it's like other people aren't doing the thing that you can obviously see they need to do. 
And, and when Aquarius is considered as an air sign and as a fixed sign, that means it's in the middle of the season, being in the mental space of having such a keen capacity for observation, for being able to see how patterns work, for um, being such a strategist, it can maybe get in the way of actually relating at times. And I'm just, you know, hypothesizing right now. I don't know you. You're just listening. Maybe we've never even met. But just a question. What is your relationship with proximity to your immediate environment and to the people that you happen to be around, not by choice, but just because they're there? And how does language serve as a function for you when you tell yourself your own stories, when you narrate your own existence to yourself, and then when you're sharing with other people, when you're trying to connect? Those are just questions. Explore them. If, if it feels like there's anything there for you, just explore them. In the chart, it feels like you can rest a little bit more in presence, that it's, it's a worthwhile endeavor to notice the ways that you might go far away fairly quickly or get really objective really fast or move into a space where you're in your head and not really just here. And when you just come here, it might feel a little painful. How can you just be here? You know, you got to contend with the other people that are here. And who was it? Sartre or someone? Like, it's like hell is other people? You got to deal with that. And then you have to figure out how to fucking talk to them. And then you have to, like, I don't know, have whatever the conversation is. And maybe it's really boring or maybe it's dumb. And they're human and you're human. So potentially there's some kind of healing work that you could be doing for yourself in the mundane reality of your close-in environments. Potentially there's some kind of healing that you could be doing with yourself that has to do with language, with your thought function, with your mental capacity and how you're using it or how it's using you and whether or not you can be in your body when you're also in your head. And For some of you, there's some healing work to do with your siblings coming up and with some early childhood experiences and like how you were socialized to think about things early on. Can you rest? How comfortable can you get in the moment that you're in doing whatever it is that you're doing? How comfortable can you get? Can you just kind of arrive, be there? And then notice what happens, what kind of stories you tell, what your strategies are, what's going on in your close-in environment. Right. So I'll leave it there for now. And if you'd like more information, check out the horoscopes for your sun, moon, and rising, whichever one this isn't. All the personal placements have a little bit to offer. 
And you can also learn more by listening to the longer podcast. I talk quite a bit about Chiron and Aries. I talk about Pisces season, which is just beginning now, and give a month ahead forecast as well as all kinds of other things. If you go to embodiedastrology.com, you can find horoscopes for all 12 signs, the audio horoscopes and short written horoscopes as well. You can also find a playlist of guided meditations to help support you through all of this and a link to an online class that I'm teaching on Chiron and Aries. Maybe you'll be interested in that. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye for now.